Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansburg, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed time together in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Let your word have free course amongst us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. John chapter 10, I'm reading verse 11. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Amen. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Okay? So Jesus describes a type of shepherd, which is the good shepherd. So there is a good shepherd. Amen. If you are a shepherd, you can be a good shepherd. Which tells us that there's also a bad shepherd. If you are not a good shepherd, you are another type of shepherd. Am I I right? Can 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 we conclude that since the adjective good has been applied to the noun shepherd, it means that other adjectives can apply to the noun. Most definitely, at least the opposite of the adjective that is there can apply to the noun. Okay? Apart from many other adjectives that could apply, at least, without a doubt, we can say that the opposite of good applies here. That there can be a bad shepherd. Amen. That's why we are looking at what we are looking at so that we can be good shepherds. At least this is a type of shepherd. You, you, you get it. And I, I said that the, if you read the verse before, Jesus said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that ye may have life and have it in abundance. Or I have come so that you have a type of life. Okay? Then, after that, he introduces himself as the good shepherd. You remember, if you start from the beginning, he's talking about the shepherd. I am the shepherd. I am the door. I am all these things. So, he's still talking about shepherding, and he's saying that the quality of life that the sheep will have depends on the shepherd that they have. Amen. Amen. This is the New Testament version of Psalm 23 where David describes the life that he has because of the shepherd that he has. Amen. Amen. So he says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall not fear, for because thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, 
they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. These are all the activities of the shepherd in the life of the sheep, David. Then he sounds up his eyes and Surely, certainly, without a doubt, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I'll dwell in the house of my shepherd forever. Hallelujah. So you see that the quality of life that you have depends on the type of shepherd you have. And the quality of life that your sheep will have depends on the type of shepherd you are or you become. Okay? A shepherd is like a caregiver. So the type of caregiver, spiritual caregiver that you become. Amen. That's why we are sharpening our skills. Because there's actually no hope for the sheep without a shepherd. Last, last Sunday, I was in Sweetwaters. And on my way back, I saw a cow, a Sweetwaters cow. It was on its way to town. It was just coming towards town, going. Like, and I look at the cow. We were okay, at least, to the best we, we could. I look at this cow, Sweetwater's cow, on crossing the road and everything alone. Do you see? And you see, if it was in now, you've added something that has taken us backwards. Do you see? If it was inside Sweetwater's, I wouldn't have had a problem. But it had now come to join the main road that comes here. And the road slopes. So you can easily be galloping and then end up in town. Now, what is the hope for this cow that is coming towards? I mean, it can have a new owner suddenly. It can have a new owner suddenly. Go back to what you were when I started to preach. You will be happy. It can suddenly develop a new owner. Do, do you understand? So, when there's no shepherd to tell the sheep, where you are going is dangerous. Don't go this way. Do you see? Don't even be walking with these type of cows. There are some cows that are dangerous. When a cow has a mental problem, is that what we call mad cow disease? Are you sure? It's like, this cow is mad. Don't be walking with this cow. <laughs> you get it? And sometimes sheep, sheep are working with other, other type of sheep or other animals which have a mental case. Or a, a, a mental case is not even that they have a, um, that they are psycho, but sometimes have no guidance, no leadership. They don't know what they are going. I met a, a, a young lady in church one of the times. I asked her. What, what have you, what, I said, who are you? I said, I'm this. I said, what have you been doing? So, I just finished matri. I said, when did you finish? I said, oh, last year or last two years. Something funny like that. What are you doing? So, I don't want to go to university. It does everybody, I mean, I just asked, what are you doing? Immediately, she asked me a question. Does everybody need to go to the university? And I said, oh, everybody who has passed the exam must go to university. So, but what if you want to do the... Then I said, usually people who ask me these questions have failed. So I said, without seeing your results, I know you have failed. So I, I said, bring the results, let's look at it. Then we started to see problems with the results. 
Do, do you understand? So it's like the sheep just has developed a resistance to advancing in life. Just because they've written an exam, did not pass. You see, like she didn't fail, fail. You know that the failings are different levels. There's, there's, a type of pa- there's a type of fail that makes you feel that you passed. Like, you see, it's like you get 24, 23 points. Do you get it? So, you, you, you have passed, which means the high school has said, go home. We don't want to teach you again. But the university will not take you in. It's like you have passed such that you can't go forward, you can't go backwards. Uh, do, do you know that type of passing? Uh-huh. So, it's like, yeah, you are in no man's land, basically. Do, do you get it? It would have been good if they failed you. Then you know, then you rewrite. But they won't fail you. Yet you have not passed to do anything significant with what you have. So you go to Tivet. Yeah, something like that. Do you see it? So it's like if somebody says that, the reason why you are saying what you are saying is because you didn't pass. You say, oh no, I passed. I was in the newspapers. I appeared. But really, you didn't pass enough to do anything else after that. The next level you have qualified for is an upgrade. Do you see? But I realized that this person had developed a resistance to the conversation of advancing with your studies. Do, do, do you understand? I'm saying that without a shepherd to come and let this sheep realize that I am at where I am at, it's no man's like Lady Reverend said, it's a no man's like you can't go, and none went in. And none came out. It's like that. You can't go for it. You can't go backwards. If a shepherd doesn't come and say, you are go- I preach in a church. I realize that everybody is sitting at home. They've all attempted matric before. Or part of the matric. Okay. Do you see? Either they've divided their matric into. They've done some subjects. Then they are sitting at home. Is that Or they've done matric. But they are not going in. And they were all just sitting in the church. Happy in the church. Do you get it? Happy in the church. But it takes a shepherd to say, go forward. Go for us, the sheep is just going to be there. Uh, this, this girl, for example, I met her at the entrance of the church. And I asked her, what are you doing with your life? Come, so that you know it's a real life testimony. It's not an imaginary. This, this girl, I met her at the entrance of the church. I said, what are you doing with your life? So, uh, she had some answer. I've applied, I'm waiting. So I said, so I asked her, when did you finish matric in connection to when I was talking to her? It was two years. And then, how many years? Two years, yeah. And then it's like, what are you doing? It's like, there's always a story, a clever story. Do you get a clever either, either it's the fault of Jacob Zuma, fault of the university, something. You know? Do you get it? There was some explanation. Do, do you see it? But after the fight... And I said, no, we can't. We, I called up Pedro. I said, this thing can't continue. How can you just be moving, coming where we are up and down, but you are stuck? Do you see? That's what we call stucky. Is that not so? It's like you are stuck. You are not going anywhere. Do you see? Now, after that pressing, do this, do. What year are you now in the university? You have, you say it yourself. My final year. Final year. By now, you'd have been doing master, so. Yeah. She's in her final year, hopefully this year, will complete. And then next year, we'll go for graduation. 
Now, when is graduation end? And I'm invited and I go to the graduation. Then somebody will be sitting there and be jealous and say, Why, 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 why did they invite the shepherd? Do you, do you, why, why didn't you invite your mother or your father or your grandmother or your great? Why didn't you invite the ward counselor? You have invited this guy. Do you see? You have you had only two tickets and you have given one to this guy. The reason is that is the shepherd who came to say that don't sit at home. Sitting at home doesn't help you in any way. Rise up and overcome all the challenges that apparent challenges in your way. Rise up and overcome them. Then you can move to another level. Yeah. Thank you very much. God bless you. So you, you guess what? I'm saying to, this to say that without a shepherd rising up to guide the sheep. There's no hope for the sheep. The sheep can take bizarre decisions, uh, both spiritual and I don't know the other and otherwise. Do you get both spiritual decisions and otherwise that will take their lives wayward? That's why if God has given us the chance to be shepherds to the sheep, we have to rise up to the occasion. Do you get it? And get the things done. And I said, a good shepherd is the shepherd who takes his assignment seriously. His shepherding assignments, his shepherding duties seriously. Hallelujah. Hence, we've been looking at these shepherding assignments. We said, number one, the shepherd has an assignment to guide, to, to be gentle and tender to the sheep. Gentle and tender to the sheep. Not rough and ragged to the sheep, but to be gentle and, and, and care for the sheep. That's the caring part. Care for the sheep with gentility. Sheep don't know how to respond. Sheep don't respond well to rigor. To rigor. They respond to care. We also said it is the shepherd's assignment to guide the sheep. If you are here, you are a shepherd. You have a God-given duty and assignment to guide the sheep. If you don't guide the sheep, they just take their lives anywhere. They just lead their lives anyhow and mislead their lives. Yeah, if it's their marriage, they just anyhow. One day I was with a gentleman. And he was talking about, he said he has problems in his marriage. So I said, tell me the problems. I'm all ears. Then he started to talk about the problems. When I look at his problems, I said, okay. So I listened because it's my job to be gentle. So I listened. When I finished, I said, let me tell you a story. So I started to tell him a story. And I started to tell him somebody else's marital problems. Because he used, what got my attention, he said, I have a beast. Not that I even have a marital problem. I have a beast in my marriage. So I said, okay. Now when he finished, I realized that he's talking about an aunt. So I decided to, sh- to tell him, show him somebody with a beast. A beast, you see, a beast is not like a um, rabbit. I mean, you don't meet a rabbit on there and say it's a beast or a mouse. It's a beast. When you say a beast, you are talking about this type of tigers, lions, elephants. So I, started, I decided to share with him a beast. 
So when I said that somebody else's marital issue with him, beast, without telling him like it's this person, I said, oh, I know a guy, this, that, this, that. When I finished sharing it with he said, hey, <laughs> I have an angel, I have an angel, I have an angel. He said to me, me, I can't stand this. I look. He, he was looking at the guy's problems. He said, hey, he, he doesn't know how you survive if he had the guy's problems. I said, these are real life people with real problems. You see, yours, I had, it's not the, it could be better. But it's not a beast. Don't use the word beast. Beast to describe what you are doing. You should even give your wife a gift. Because she's been very nice to you. That, that's actually what I said. That's actually what I said. I said you should even give your wife a gift because she's been very nice to you. God could have, you could have found this other one that I'm sharing with you. By now you would have run away to Mozambique. Guide or else they will mislead their lives. Sometimes some the most funny ideas come into their minds. If you don't guide them, if you don't lead them. And I said, shepherding people is leading them leadership. Develop your leadership skills. Some of us are too soft to be to, to be good shepherds. You are too soft. It's like, oh, Bishop, let's just talk about the gentility. Shepherding assignment to be gentle. But sometimes it takes strength. Yeah, it takes strength. It takes strength. It takes strength to get people to do things. Even if the things are good for them. Do you know how long it took your mother to teach you to brush your teeth? Which some of you still struggle with. After all the effort your mother has made. How do I know that you struggle? You can wake up one hour since you woke up, you still not brush your teeth. Brushing of teeth is the first activity when your eye opens. When your eye opens from sleep, some of you can be in there. One day I was going somewhere with a brother. It was around lunchtime. Was it lunchtime? Around lunchtime. So when I got to the brother's house, he was now brushing his teeth. So I said, ah! At this time, you are not serious. I said, at this time, you are still brushing, you are now brushing your teeth. No, I, I know the difference between first brushing teeth. No, 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 no. I know that. Look, the way he was, bra- it's like he had eaten poison. He was scrubbing the teeth. Yeah. I know the one that maybe during the day you are just about to move, you want to freshen your mouth. I know how people brush. I mean, you know. The way he was brushing his teeth. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The way he was scrubbing the teeth, it's like he had eaten poison and he was trying to scrub it out. But without strength, my brother, my sister, you cannot, you can't be a shepherd. You have to get people to do things. And they didn't want to do it. It's because there's a poor shepherd. If you're a good shepherd, they will do the right thing. Once in a while, you meet unshepherdable people. But generally speaking, people will do what you tell them to do. If you can be strong enough to get them to do it. Yeah. 
It's not easy to get people to do the right thing. It's tireless. It's meetings after meetings, meetings after calls after calls, cautions after cautions, warning. Some of them, it warnings after warnings. Some of them with threatenings. If you don't threaten them, they won't do it. Some of them showing them the rewards is not enough. Some people, when you show them the rewards of doing the right thing, they are happy. Some of them, the rewards are is not enough motivation for them to do. You must show them the warnings. Some of them, both the reward doesn't motivate them. The warnings don't scare them. Yeah, the warnings don't scare them. So some of them, you must threaten them. Some of them, you must drag them into it. Yeah, if you don't, they won't do anything. And people enjoy just lazying around. Lazying around. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Say another amen. Now say a Zulu amen. It's not true. It's not true. Amen. Ah, Amen. Now say a Zulu amen. Yes. Uh I said say a Zulu amen. He said amen. You know that in Zulu we don't say, we say amen. Now say a spiritual amen. 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 Amen, sister. Amen, brother. (laughs) Hallelujah. We said the shepherd in assignment to watch for the sheep. A shepherd must watch for the sheep. Your eyes must be open. You must watch for the sheep. It says be diligent to watch over the sheep. Which the Holy Ghost has purchased with his precious blood and has made you an overseer of it. Acts 20, 28. So watch for them. Sometimes sheep are in trouble. They don't even know that they are in trouble. Yeah, they don't even know. If you don't watch, by the time they realize they are in trouble, the trouble has blown beyond what can be repaired. And number four, we talked about the, the, the assignment to protect the sheep. Like I said, sheep can be in danger. They don't know they are in danger. David, as a shepherd, protected the sheep. He was watching. When he was going to fight Goliath, Goliath asked a question that, look, me, a champion like me, and you are bringing a boy. In fact, before he even went to Goliath, Saul asked him, the king asked me, him that, you, can you fight? Even real army people are running away from this guy. Can you fight? He said, look, let me give you my credentials. Yeah. I was watching over the sheep. When a, a lion came to take one of them, I chased that lion. I caught him. And I smote him. And I took the sheep from him. Do you see it? So when I'm watching over the sheep, even lions can't attack them. But unfortunately, there was a bear who did not read the post on Facebook of me smoting the lion. So he also came to take one sheep. He too, I chased him, I caught him, and I smote him also. Do you get it? So that's the type of shepherd I am. When I'm shepherding, I protect the sheep. Lions cannot eat them at best. Predators cannot. You see, after we read John, 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 John 10, 11, just after that, the Bible talks about another type of shepherd. I told you there are other types. Go for it. 12, 13. 
He says, but he that is an highland, it's not a shepherd. So there's a type of shepherd which we call, uh, even I'm going to t- teach you about vampire shepherds. I told you there are different types of shepherds. Said, Whose the sheep are not, he sees the wolf come. So there are wolves coming, trying to take the sheep. If you don't rise up and protect them, they will all scatter. And the shepherd, oh, the highland shepherd, he fleeth, he runs away, and then the wolf comes to catch the sheep and scatters them. He, the, he runs away. Remember when GTW prophet was telling about bodyguards, and he said that a, a type of bodyguard, that he had, we had bodyguards who had been to war in Kosovo and things, and then when, um, when the thieves, armed robbers were coming, the bodyguards, they were the first to jump over the wall. So this type of shepherd, he runs away first and other people come to catch them and scatter them. And sometimes the evil that destroy the sheep, the sheep don't, they don't present themselves as evil. Yeah. Sometimes even they present themselves as answered prayer. The sheep has been praying, oh God, give me a mother-in-law. Oh God, give me a mother-in-law. Oh God, give me a mother do, do you understand the prayer? Oh God, give me a mother-in-law. Which means give me a husband so that I can have a mother-in-law. Then somebody comes with the potential to be an answered prayer. But that's the problem. That's the main problem that that's the main problem that the sheep is going to have. So it, the, 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 the wolf or the lion or the bear presents themselves as an answered prayer. A good thing for the sheep, but that's the distraction of the sheep. But if you tell them, they will never listen. I remember, and if you tell, sometimes it's only hard knocks that can tell them. But you have to protect them from, one day I sat by a water body. Or we should call it that one for, for today's preaching. With a young man and his friend. And I, I was, uh, an answered prayer had come. A wolf had come in the form of an answered prayer. So I sat there. The young man was here. His friend was there. So I said, listen. When I look at the circumstances around this answered prayer. I don't think it's a it's an answered prayer for you. Look, I talked and talked and talked and talked. The sheep said, no, 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 no. I'm in love. I think First Kings 11, God warned Solomon <laughs> about certain girls he shouldn't move with. The Zidonians <laughs> the Hittites, the Gittites, the Amorites, the Zidonians, the Moabites, and the Egyptians. And Solomon went to take one of each of them. All the people that God said, don't go for this type of girls. He went to choose one of each of them. And God had two meetings with Solomon to tell, this is a dangerous thing. With so do you know the answer Solomon told God? Solomon told God, I'm in love. 
Bible says, But King Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughters of Pharaoh, the women of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, the Zidonians, and the Hittites, concerning the nations which the Lord has said to the church, Ye shall not go in unto them, neither shall they come in unto Don't go to them, don't let them even come to you, for surely they will turn your heart away from them. But Solomon clave unto these things in love. He said he's in love. He told God, if you want it to work, it will work because I'm in love. Look, this was the beginning of all Solomon's... Look, we can't read all of it today. This was the beginning of all of Solomon's problems from here. This is where all his problems started from. God appeared to him twice. He told God, look, I'm in love. No, God, you don't understand. I am in love. I am in love. And if you, God, you want it to work, you can make it work. <laughs> you be there, be saying what you don't know. Be there, be saying what you don't know. Do you know the price that has been paid for it to work? <laughs> you quote a square with God, all things are possible. <laughs> so I'm talking to you about a brother. Solomon was just a biblical example of this sheep. Look, I talked and talked and talked and talked. The sheep said, No, 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 no. Lie, lie. Lie, lie. One day I was sitting on my bed in my room and there was an issue and I, I was brought it to, into the issue, so I got involved. As I was dealing the, with the issue, I said to myself, no, it's not possible that this relationship is between just this brother and this sister. There are other players in the relationship. I remember where I was sitting. I said, there are other players in, because all the signs were there. But remember, the guy had told me by the river that he's in love. That he's in love. Until it blew up in all our faces. Yeah. It became like exactly what I was thinking when I was solving that problem. It, that's exactly what happened. Protect the sheep. Because you will know, sometimes it comes as a job. As a job. And the job is the opening into the issues. Into the problems. So rise up and protect the sheep through prayer. Through wise counsel. Through being there. Yeah. Tonight, just a quick one and then we are done. Shepherding assignment to feed the sheep. To feed the sheep. A shepherd must feed the sheep. You have an assignment to feed the sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. You see that as Jehovah is the shepherd, the feeding of the, of the sheep, it starts by 
making them lie down in a good pasture. A pasture refers to what the sheep eat. Amen. Amen. What the sheep eat. I will give you shepherds after my own heart. They will feed you. What's the job that they will do? They will feed you. So if you are a shepherd, you have to feed the sheep. You are their number one provider of food. Spiritual food, you have to feed them. My primary relationship with you is to feed you spiritually. Anything else that I do with you, for you, and it's not spiritual, it's just bonus. It can't become the main thing. It cannot become the main thing. The primary thing is feeding you spiritually, nourishing you spiritually. So if you are a shepherd and you don't nourish your sheep, you don't feed your sheep spiritually, there's something wrong. Something is out of place. That's your primary duty to them. Apart from caring for them, you have to feed them. It's like a mother and a baby. You have to feed the baby. When the baby sees the mother is crying, it's about food. That's why the first person the baby really knows is the mother. Because that's where food comes from. When they say baby, that's all they need, food. Food, so that they all, they just eat, sleep, eat, sleep. When they are, they eat themselves, you clean them up, then eat, sleep, eat, sleep. That's all they do. Eat, sleep. So if you don't feed the sheep, something is wrong. You can't just, all you have with the sheep is a social relationship. Social relationship, that's all. You, the, the only interaction you have with the sheep is social. It's not right. It's not, the sheep will not develop spiritually. The sheep will not grow. You must have a system of feeding the sheep. Now, to feed the sheep, number one, you have to make the sheep lie down so you can feed them. He makes me to lie down in green pastures where the grass is green, where I can eat good food. Before I eat, he makes me lie down there. He makes me settle there. Now, let me go in on this a bit. Many of us say we have sheep. We never make them lie down for us to feed them. Never. Never make them... Many of the people who say they are shepherds have never created a situation where there you are, you are teaching them, you make them settle regularly. And I'm not saying a once off. Today was a holiday, 9th May, uh, today is May 9th, August 9th. Women are glow, women, violence against women and children. Uh, so today is also children's something, or it's just women. Just women. What is the. Is this today? Is today the Watinti Bokot or Watinti Bafasa? Aha, uh-huh, yes. Yeah, if you tint them Bokot or you have tint, if you tint the Bafas, you have tint a rock, yes. So today you have done a teaching. Do, do you just survive on eating on a holiday and not eat again? There must be a regular system by which you feed them. Many of you say you are Bacenta leaders. You have never taught your people before. The people don't even know that you can teach. The people you 
are shepherds, they don't even know. In their minds, the only person who can teach is the pastor, is the bishop. Oh, if you want a teaching, go and see bishop. I mean, it, it can't be. That you say they are your sheep, four of them. You can't gather them on a weekly basis. He makes me to lie down. It means he, he puts me in, in the place he gathers me at. Is, it's called Green Pastures Avenue. He makes me to settle down at Green Pastures Avenue. And he feeds me there. When do you feed your sheep? Ask your neighbor, when do you feed your sheep? You say I am your sheep. When do you feed me? When and where? Ask the, the person, you say you are a shepherd. Where do you feel? Where and when? Where? Some of you after church, you should come and hold your shepherd by the neck and say, look, look, look. You should shake them like that and say, look. Why have you? No, 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 no. I'm taking you. I'm taking you to the authorities. Why have you not been feeding me? You have robbed me. You, 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 you. Hold them by neck and bring them along. Why? I've been with you for three years. I've been with you for two years. I've been with you for one year. Look, Look at the camera so they can see you are international. You have never fed me before. Why? Look, you have not taken John 3.16 to sit down and feed me. The only time you have made an attempt to say that is when we are driving in your car and there's a song playing and they say Jehovah. Then you tell me, oh, that's the name of God. Oh, the other time I was feeding, when? Where? Where do you got where is the eating spot? Do you know that if you raise any pet, they know where the eating spot is. They know they are bow, they know when food comes. How ask them how come that I don't know my bow? Where, where is my bow? What color? Ask them, please let's go, Shepherd. Shepherd is under arrest. Where is my bow, Mr. Shepherd guy? Where is my and when is the feeding time? Which day is the feeding day and where and when? Sorry, sir. God bless you. I said right after church, you should go and grab the shepherd and say, Shepherd, why? Why? Why, shepherd? Yeah. Timber. If the ashes were here, I would have asked them that. When is it that you gather them that this is you, this is, I'm feeding you. I come here to feed you every Tuesday. I come here to feed you every Sunday. So you too, if you are their shepherd, when, come, come, come out, come out. Like that. Pull the person out and say, Mr. Shepherd, where? Come and 
Why? When? Do, 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 do you see that many of us are a phantom? A phantom of what a shepherd must be. A phantom. When do you feed them? When? Like to even gather, it's almost like the shepherd is afraid to gather the people and feed them. Where am I going? I used to gather the people in my car. My car was the meeting place. You sit inside the car. See, I park in front of your house. You sit in the car and we are having a meeting. We are not having a social You see, there's a difference between we are driving and we are talking. No, we are having a meeting. Look, when you take, many of the people, they didn't know how to find the books in the Bible. They didn't know anything. So we take the book. We say, learn. This is the table of content. This is Genesis. This is Exodus. This is what? Leviticus. Numbers. Then what? Deuteronomy. Then what? Joshua, the Hijaj Ruth, first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, like that. They, so we show them one by one. Teach them. If you take the book, bearing fruit, give me the fruitfulness book. Yeah, it's like, sit down. We are sitting in the car. The car is packed. It's stationary for the next one hour. And I'm teaching you. Look, today we are doing chapter something. I came seeking fruit. Then we start to teach you like that. When? Today I'm asking shepherds a question. When? That's why I said there's a good shepherd. Then there are other types of shepherds. When? When, dear friend, when? When? Yeah, when? When the sheep don't stay with us, it's not a fault. Why should I be here and starve to death? When I can be with another shepherd who will be feeding me? Who be feeding me? But I'm with you. I'm, I'm dying from starvation. Please, God bless you. When? That's why I said, let me go to town a bit on this one. When? When do you gather them to feed the Melanie? When? You are their shepherd. When? That's why I said, look, if sheep will take what I'm preaching seriously, even some shepherds will be kidnapped tonight. Because holding them alone is not enough. When I look at the number of years I've been with you and the fewer times you have ever sat down to teach me, if I hold you one, like, one, it's not enough. I have to go and hijack you for about three days. Without food, without water, any, so you get an idea of what you are doing to me. Uh, today the sheep are not here. They are watching us. That's why many shepherds will get home tonight. I uh, hear they are driving from them. I hear the sheep have woken up. They are driving, trying to cut their she- service before we close. Because they have realized that there are some shepherds they have to take down. To teach people, you have to organize it. They will not present themselves that, here am I, teach me. You have to organize it. Organize them. He said, he makes me. He, it's not like I go and lie down. He makes me lie down. I would have seen the green pass. I'll just take a bite and be walking around. And go. He says, no, we are not going in here. We are here to settle because there's good food. I'm providing good food here. This is where I'm providing the food. Lie down here. And take the food. He makes me lie down. Thank you very much. Yeah. When? When do you gather them to feed them? 
And now you are all looking at me strangely. Yes. When? As the nearest shepherd to you. When? When? Tell me. Tell me. When? 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 When do you gather me to feed me? So ask yourself a very serious question. If your style of shepherding doesn't involve organizing the people on a regular... What do I... Pastor, what do you mean regular? At least weekly. At least weekly. At least weekly. That you don't organize them weekly to feed them. You are not their shepherd. SABC 2 is their shepherd. Laduma is their shepherd. At least Laduma will come every week. Consistently, every week. When does Laduma come? Who stopped it? So when they play um, Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates, it's not Laduma anymore. Oh. Really? No, it's fine, fine. No, it's not a problem. We'll find out. Monday 9, SABC 1. Ah, Laduma is the sports show. That, is that the one the guy will say, City Kum Shelele? Is that that one? Yeah. <laughs> which is the one that they play the soccer on Saturday? Which one is that one? Super, uh-huh, thank you. MTN Super Disc or something Super Disc. <laughs> yeah. It will come every week. To come and do super disky. You are the spiritual shepherd. The sports shepherd is coming every week. You the spiritual shepherd. You won't come every week to feed them. Or organize a system for them to be fed. So regularly is at least weekly. Weekly. To feed them. Yeah. If you don't do that, you are not shepherding them. You are not shepherding them. You are not fulfilling this assignment to feed. The church is quiet. I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to Bali. I'm going to Bali to preach in Bali. Number two. Number two. Number two will be quick because that's that one. That one you are good at it. When it comes to feeding. The shepherd must gather the sheep and take them to a place to be fed. He shall feed them. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. And he shall gather the lambs which with, with his arm. And shall carry them in his bosom. And shall gently lead them, those that are with the young. Isaiah 40, 11. When it comes to feeding, apart from you feeding them, you must gather them and carry them to a place where they will be fed. Some of that, Bishop, do we have to do both? Yes. We have to do both. We have to do. Either or no. Either or both. Both of them. You do this one, then you do this one. 
Sundays are the days that we gather them, we take them to a place, a central place for them to be fed. How many of you eat out? It's like every day you go to KFC to eat. Every day you go to KFC to eat. How do you eat more at home than you even eat at KFC? Yeah. You eat more. Some people's shepherding assignment ends at gathering them to take them to be fed. But when will you feed them? Stability, when will you come? Well, look at all this. You see, I was in Sweetwaters this weekend. Look, they have a mighty church there. If you look at the work that Pastor Zolile has done there, mighty work. You see young, hot-blooded people. Young and hot-blooded people wanting to serve God. There. These people will all be stable in the church. If various people will rise up and be feeding them regularly. No, one person cannot feed all of them. So one person feeding is the Sunday feeding. We, add, we organize all them, tell them together. We feed them. That's where you carry the people to. But when you are feeding, like, as I'm preaching, none of you can ask me a question. I mean, can you ask me a question? Even if you are bold enough to ask me a question, I will cast it out of you. Yeah, I'll say, be free of it in Jesus' name. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Because the setup is not for that. It's not a setup where, oh, okay, Bishop, I have a question. Uh, even recently I was sharing something and somebody wanted to give a powerful testimony that explains what I'm saying. The person was trying to get my attention. I didn't even mind that for a long time until I got to him and said, look, usually this person doesn't do this. So if the, she even walked to me. I was standing, she walked to me. I said, if, if this person is really working to me, then the, it must be serious. Let me, and I listened to that. She reminded me of something that explains. It's like, just keep quiet. Don't even say what you are saying. Let me show them a real-life testimony of what you are saying. Then she shared it. So you cannot easily start saying things like, please, I want to ask you something. Uh, I want to make a contribution. No, but in the small teaching group, it's a different setup where now you can further break down what was taught on Sunday to the people? Because there they can ask a question. Say, Bishop quoted some scripture, but he said it so quickly. I, I thought it was Psalm 23, but later when I check, I said, I've looked for it all over Psalm 23. I've looked for it at the 20. I've looked for it at the 3. I can't find it. What scripture was this? Oh, don't worry. Is this If you let me show you the book that he's preaching from, so that you can read from the book, then you take out the issue. Oh, these are the things in there. He's preaching from. I said, hey, I thought he slept and he had a dream. And no, no, no. He's preaching from a book. You can read the book. Because when you read the book, and you come when he's preaching, if you understand what he's saying, even better. So, oh, oh hey, yeah, that's what he, then so it's like when you study before you go for lectures. When the lecturer is teaching, you realize that you understand the teaching better. So, oh, I didn't know. It's for those meetings. It's for those meetings. So, my question back to you, Stabile, when will you rise up and say, look, we had 54 young, young people. I mean, the old people in the 54 were just about some four. All the rest, young, ready, warm-blooded, not even young-blooded, hot-blooded people. Who, if somebody would just guide them and teach them well, smaller groups where they can ask questions and be taught so that they can understand deeper what is being taught, something great will come out. From there. So my question, when? When? And me, I just, I heard that you said Pastor Speedway is taking over the church. I thought you were going to say I'm the one taking over the church, but now you said Pastor Speedway is taking So over to you, Pastor Speedway. Come and feed all the people. Ha! 
and feed me too. Meanwhile, you are one of the four old people I talked about in the church. You are one of the four. You are one of them. I told you, 54 young people, only four old people, 50 young people, four old people, you are one of them. No, t- pastors only am I lying. Yeah, two older, two elderly, two another elderly plus. Okay, so you are four plus one. Four plus one. Yeah. Four plus one. We did an altar call. The people came. I want to be saved. They need somebody. You see, when people come out to be saved, at that point in time, they don't even understand. Most of them don't even understand what they are doing. Yeah, when they come and stand here to share their prayer, they have no idea. Most of them don't understand what they are doing. Now there's the need for somebody to go further and say, you see, this thing that you went to do, this is what it means. This is what you are saying. This is how you are supposed to do. This, these are the things you are supposed to do. You are supposed to make a U-turn. And then the blood of Jesus has washed you. Your life is still. I'd like somebody to further break it down and explain it to them. Yeah. So they want to give their life to God. I think the work is done. Oh, please. The work has just started. Our which mother has gone to the labor or had the baby. So the baby is born. So the work is done. When the baby is born, now the work begins. Now the real work begins. Now the real work begins. I said, oh, the baby is born. So it's done. I said, about, about 90% of the people who come to stand there, they say, we are giving our life to Christ. They have no idea what. They just heard that look. If I don't do this thing, I'll go to hell. And it's like, I don't want to go to hell. So, since hell is not a good place, let me avoid it. Then they've come to give their life to Christ. That's when the work begins. That's actually when the work begins. That's when it begins. So some of them you will see, even after they've come to give their life, maybe three weeks, four weeks, then they'll give their life to Christ again. That's probably even the real giving their life to Christ. They've repented, they've turned around everything to because now they understand what they are doing. But if nobody goes to teach them, nobody rises up to help to teach, to teach them. And then finally, you must feed them. When it comes to feeding, you must feed them with knowledge and understanding. You must feed them with what? Knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. Spiritual knowledge and understanding. That's the work of a shepherd. So I'll give you shepherds after my own heart. They will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Jeremiah 3.15 Knowledge and understanding. Yeah. There are so many things that sheep don't know. You have to teach them. To feed them. Give them that knowledge. They don't know. Some of them say, when before David fought Goliath, they don't know who Goliath is. What is this? You think they know their their story. Even you, there are stories you don't know. There are stories you don't. There are so many things. We assume that people know these things. But they don't. Somebody has to tell them. I'm doing an exercise with the little children. We are reading Genesis from Genesis what? 11, 12, 11 to Genesis 49. We are reading about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It just so happens that Joseph's life is also trapped 
in there. But we have Jacob. That's why we are ending at 49. Jacob dies in the last verse of Genesis 49. So when Jacob dies, the season has ended. We start a new season. We are reading so that we know. As we are reading, we are seeing so many things. There are so many things in the, in the, in, as we are reading. All you know is that God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then we are finished. Abraham gave birth to Isaac. Isaac gave birth to Jacob. That's all we know. But there are so many intricate details as you go along. Unless you, you, somebody, you won't know. You won't know. So I called the children. I said, look, let's read it. We will know so many things we didn't know. When you grow up, you have a lot of knowledge of the things you know. Even when we were going to Sunday school, a lot of the things we didn't understand, they just made us know them. Didn't understand. So when you say Jacob, the first person that comes to my mind is Isaac's child who was called Jacob. The one who stole the blessing from Esau. Is it, is it Isaac's child? Yeah. That's what can not Jacob Zuma. When you say Moses, I think of the guy who parted the Red Sea. Not Moses Mabida. But if you tell a normal person walking on the street, Moses, they think of Moses, especially if they are from Deban, they think of Moses Mabida because of the stadium. Yeah. This, this our stadium is called what? Uh, it's not even in the Bible. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Feed them with knowledge. And under, explain things to them. If somebody could just explain things to us. The many things that they don't understand. Sheep need somebody to explain. Why do we pray when we come to church? Why do we lift our hands when we pray? Why do we speak in tongues? Why do we, It's like answering the why questions. That's understanding. Why, 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 why? When a child is there, the, when children start to talk, it's almost like after they've learned mommy, the next thing they learn, the next word they learn is Why? Anything you say, why? Why? Because they are trying to understand things. So you even realize that there's a natural desire in us, an innate desire to know why. Understanding. The same way, the same is also spiritually true. Sheep want to know why. And they are waiting for the shepherd to tell them why. Why do we fast? Why do we pray? Why do we give an offering? Why do we come to church? Why do we do this? Why do we do that? Why do we read the Bible? Why do we say Jesus is the son of God? Why do we need to, Jesus to save us from our sins? Why do we need, why, 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 why? Who is going to answer the why? If you don't answer the why, their friend is going to answer the why. And you will not like the answer that their friend gives to them. You rise up as a shepherd and say, this my sheep are wayward. They are some way. Because you have left them to their friend. You have left them to television. You have left them to YouTube to tell them why. If you will rise up and tell them why, everything will be different. Their lives will be different. They are waiting for you to come and tell them why. Dear sheep, if you are watching me anywhere, when you see your shepherd, ask them. I told you the first one, grab them by the neck and ask them when. Even the, then the next thing is ask them why. Why have you not been feeding me? Why? Why? When? Where? Why? Yeah. Can I get an amen before I bring the service to a close? Since you have said amen, say amen in Zulu. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. <laughs>
if you don't let them lie down by green pastures, you can't teach them. They will not go and lie down by themselves. You have to organize them to go. As you are here tonight, you have been organized to come here. Yeah. You didn't just wake up and you say, we are coming here. Then I came to find you here by accident. No, you have been sent reminders, organized to come here. For some of you, you've been coming here on Tuesday, Wednesdays for a long, so it's become part of your life. That's it. But it's not a random. I don't know how many of you will come and sit here on Thursday hoping that I will come and feed you on Thursday. When was the last time you saw me here on a Thursday with you? Do, do you get it? So you come because you know today is the feeding day. It's time for food. You to create that situation for the sheep that are. That's a shepherd. That's a shepherd. I believe that as we do that, God will help us. Lift your hands. Just pray for yourself regarding what has been said tonight. Say, Lord, help me to be a good shepherd. Let me be a feeder shepherd. A shepherd who, a shepherd who feeds the sheep. A shepherd who feeds the sheep. Who organizes the sheep regularly to feed them. Regularly to feed them, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name yes, of Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Me to be a good in the name of Jesus. God. In the Help name of Jesus. My sheep regularly. In the, in the name, name of Jesus. Help me, oh Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Help me, help me, O God, help me that I will feed the sheep that you have given to me regularly, regularly, regularly. I will organize them. I will make them lie down in green pastures where there is good food to feed them, Lord. In the name of Jesus, that I will fulfill my feeding assignment as a shepherd, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Yes, Lift your Lord. hands. Let's pray. Father, thank you for every shepherd here. Help us in our area of weakness, Lord. Help us to become feeder shepherds. Shepherds who feed the sheep, the flock that you have made us overseers of, which you have purchased with your own blood. Help us to feed them with knowledge and understanding. Help us, give us the grace to answer their why questions. That they will understand why things are done in the name of Jesus. Help us to overcome our fears. Help us to overcome our challenges. Help us to overcome our shortcomings, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Why don't you appreciate the Lord with a hand clap? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.